This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour two. G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And a very busy week in the NFL. Glory was in store for the Cowboys. And here's Eric Chiafalo to recap everything that's happened and where we're heading. On this day in history, happy anniversary, ladies and gentlemen. Two years ago today, Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown took off his jersey and just uh, straight up bounced uh, in the middle of a football game as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the last time we ever saw him on a football field. One of the more bizarre moments in sports history, certainly NFL history, but today is that two-year anniversary. So uh, I know we all want to just think about and remember where we were in that moment and how far Antonio Brown has, has come. In that time, I really wanted to do that on uh, on my return flight. Caught a connection in San Francisco, back to DFW, and uh, AC went out in our little section back there. Ooh. It was bad. Oh, yeah. bro! In front of me, I thought was not going to make it. They had to like move him to first class and let him like sit on the ground just to get into air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, he was he was he was, he was chewing and ice and yeah, having a hard time breathing. Yeah, it was it was it was tough. Mm. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Get being super hot on the airplane. It's already that, uncomfortable, but that night almost put me in a Madden cruiser for life, Brian. I'm not almost. kidding. I, I'm 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 so done with flying. I'm just I could vent about it. I think for about 45 minutes straight right now, but I know it's time for the. We got some flights today. coming up here pretty soon. A couple of yes, and I tell you what, I'm actually thinking about spending the money to be in first class if it's an option. Because I, I will, I will not, I will not be able to make it. That's how bad it is. Like I'm back there in like row 31, like getting all fidgety and claustrophobic, yeah. and like the the drink carts getting on my side and like sealing me into that row, and I'm I'm starting to get panicky. Bro. Back there by the engine and everything. I'm starting. I yes, think that's the that. worst. Yep. Yeah. My problem is the landing gear. You looking right at? It's yeah. it's my yeah. problem. It's not the plane's problem or the people's problem. It's me. Okay, so yeah. you've developed this yes. this issue. Yeah. I tell you what, I I've developed an issue. First sitting- world problems right here. Come yeah. at you live <laughs> on one hundred five three. I've developed an issue with sitting like past the midsection of the plane, like beyond the wings, like oh. be, like the behind the wings. Because I feel like there's more turbulent. The plane moves more on the back end than it does the front end. Oh, okay. You get the, it's like the, the, I feel the tail. Like, the I, tail. Feel, I feel like when you sit by the tail, you get shook back there more. And I and I and that terrifies me. If anybody has any expertise on this, could you please text in and let us know if Broadus is just insane uh, or if he's onto something here. I try to get, I try to sit at wing or forward the wing. That where that, where it is. That I always try. But ideally as close to the cockpit as possible. This close to yeah, close to that. But when you see an accident of an airplane, God forbid it ever happened. But when you see one, that the, back the, end is pretty good. The back end works. That back end is pretty good, bro. <laughs> that back end. Yeah. They got something special cooking in that back end. Yeah. Uh, I drive to Vegas right now. If you guys want to for the Super Bowl, I'm in. Really? I would do it. Yeah. 
Ooh, you know, you know, Broadus is down for the feats of strength. Yeah, always. I think, I think it'd be hilarious. I'd love to do that. Broadus would be like, sure, I'll take the Greyhound from here to Vegas. No, 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 no. We, if we, if you, if you gave me that spirit, if you, yeah, if you gave me, <laughs> if you gave me the opportunity to travel like in a mobile home, like a, like the Madden Cruiser, not not the Madden Cruiser, but like a, a an RV. You let me travel from here to Vegas in an RV. Yeah, I'm totally in. I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Where I could like I could sit there and like go to a refrigerator. I can make like chili dogs for everybody. Wow. I could you know on the butt. I could we just get a driver. Yeah. We can chill. I I drive. <laughs> you drive and make chili dogs at the same damn time. I would do. Yeah, I would do it all. I would yes, do it you all. Would. Yeah. <laughs> all for the chili dogs, man. I love it. That was the second reason when you were doing your pros and cons list of of just road tripping to Vegas. Yeah. Chili dogs were number two on the list. There. Eight five zero says you're apparently not getting drunk enough. And I actually thought as I saw that drink cart coming, I was like, if I ordered four beers and just gunned them, I bet I could feel better right now. I, it actually, the thought crossed my mind. It would have done the and trick. that's when I knew I had a problem because I was about to go back to drinking after eight years. Do you take drama me? That's so much more Before you get on the plane, a little yeah, drama I, I do. I do, Lucius. Yeah, I absolutely do. right, bro. I yeah. absolutely do. Is that drowsy? You may make you yeah, drowsy? It does. It, it will, but take you like some, some of those and some Zippendale or something like that. <laughs> You'd be good to go, bro. Especially yeah, if the I, flight is like three hours or more. You'd be all right. I, He's I, not I, wrong. I do need to consult a pharmacist here yeah. in one way or another. Back to you. Um, it looks like Leo Collins uh, is at the star, uh, or or certainly was. Patrick Walker noted that uh, he physically looks great for whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So he he was going he was undergoing his physical at the time, but uh, I saw a couple hours ago Patrick Walker did note that physically Leo Collins looks great. So uh, for for whatever that's worth. Uh, now and 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 he's a guy that the Cowboys are kicking the tires on, and a guy that uh, some folks want the Cowboys to be kicking tires on right now is the recently released running back out of New York, Dalvin Cook. And um, I did see here, like if you're trying to get a guy who's hungry, a guy who wants to go and and grind to a victory right now. I mean, Dalvin Cook is only a thousand and thirty-six yards away in Week 18 that would trigger a four hundred thousand dollar bonus in his contract. Okay, you know what I mean. So this is a guy who he's going to be hungry for every inch, every yard. So he needs a thousand yards. So if you gave it to him like three hundred and fifty times, he might get there. Thousand and thirty-six yards. Okay. Yeah, you're probably looking at about five hundred ish touches there. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I would think he, he is not the same guy. No, I, I actually looked at some numbers here, uh, courtesy of Lindsey Rhodes. And uh, she points out a ton of different advanced metrics. The Jets don't block. They honestly don't. It was sad to watch him, them hand him the ball and him have no chance. And there will be no difference here. You know what I mean? That, uh, he might yeah. just he might just take that right in stride. He's yeah. used to playing behind a crappy offensive line when it comes to being able to run block. Sure. So that could help things, but he's fourth lowest on the season in success rate, fourth lowest in yards per carry, the lowest in expected points added per rush, fourth lowest in explosive rush percentage. Uh, he is second lowest in first down percentage. And he was second lowest in uh, what they call yards created. So he is certainly not somebody, unless you factor in how hungry he is for those 1,036 yards to go get 400 grand on Sunday versus the commanders. Uh, there's, I can't think of one single reason why you would even kick the tire that is Dalvin Cook. They won't do it. So that's, that's unfortunate, man. That That's a very quick fall off, too. I mean, 2021 was really good for him. Yeah. But, um, you know, two years is a lifetime here as an NFL running back. And uh, at some point, they're, they're going to quantify this. Yes. You know, I, 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 
it's just it's fascinating how at, at 27, 28 years old, that still sounds like athletic prime to me. You know, I'm not thinking you should be slowing down until you're like 31. For just a, running backs, for just yeah, just every, every position. 28 is yeah. not a number to be fearful of. No. Uh, but but the running back position it absolutely now is, uh, and so sometimes Hell, I'm scared of twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I think we got three good years out of him, guys. Yeah, <laughs> That's what's about it? What's the mileage on this guy dating back to college? You know, uh, so now when it comes to other incentives, uh, this is an exciting one for Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Tony. He just needs three more dropped passes uh, in the final week of the <laughs> season. He'll earn actually an additional million dollars incentive that way. That feels like that's within he's within striking distance of that one. He's definitely going to show up and play, ready to drop as many footballs as possible. Cha-ching, Kadarius Toney. Uh, the Ravens, man, they just smack around another what we consider to be a good football team, at least going into it, and that was the Dolphins. Yeah. The Ravens now have seven double-digit wins against teams with winning records. Yeah, it's crazy, man. They're like... They're the opposite of the Cowboys. They face good teams, and they have been demolishing this year. I mean, we'll that, have to see if they can keep it up in the playoffs. They're basically the opposite of every team. I mean, wow. when you go through the the the, I mean, from what I understand, when you go through basically every quarterback mm-hmm. throughout the history of the world, let's see your record versus winning teams. If you're if you're at five hundred or slightly better, you feel amazing about it. And right now, small sample size of the season, but still, you're talking about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens not only being, you know, 7-0 and versus teams with winning records, but they're all double-digit wins. They're just beating the crap out of them. We remember the Detroit Lions game earlier in the season. Seahawks. Completely smacked them. The Seahawks, absolutely. Just now again with the Dolphins. I mean, what the Ravens are doing right now, and kudos to you, brought us before they went toe-to-toe with the Niners on whatever it was, Christmas Day. You you said the Ravens are better than the Niners. And at that point, I don't think many people really believe that. They have com- they have totally shown it over the course of the last couple of weeks, what they did to San Francisco, what they did to Miami, and really what they've done all season when you look at just seven double-digit wins versus teams with a winning record. I think that's super, super impressive. Yeah, it is very impressive. All you really needed to see was what they did to the 49ers. And all they really needed to do was add a couple of wide receivers, you know. And now that they have that and a good running game and that defense, that's your favorite to win the Super Bowl. And uh probably agree with giving the MVP to Lamar Jackson. Uh, even though he's already won one, this will be, what, two in five years? He absolutely deserves it. Yes, he, he does. He does. I mean, that that, that performance on, on Sunday is just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Uh, TD Tuesday will have a lot of Baltimore Ravens action in it today. The 49ers, the other dominant team in the league, first team in NFL history to have a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end all hit 1,000 all-purpose yards in a single season. And they did it in the 16 gamer yeah. because it didn't even take next week to like fully put that together. 16 games, that's a record that you can appreciate right there. And it Absolutely. just speaks to the incredible roster and, and just team overall that they have, certainly offensively. I mean, my goodness, dude, a running back, two receivers, and a tight end over 1,000 all purpose yards. The versatility there. Uh, with these guys, it's just crazy. So th- those are certainly your two best teams. They've locked it up. The Niners, the one seed in the NFC. The Ravens, the one seed in the AFC. Those are, I, I think, very clearly the two best teams in pretty, the league. Pretty good week for the Harbaugh family, wouldn't you say? 
Ooh, yes, I had yes, yes, I hadn't even considered that. Coach, did, coaching, coaching brothers. John did an epic uh, post game dance locker room celebration yeah. there. I don't know if how much dancing Jim was doing as they still have work to do. Yeah. with uh, the quick turnaround championship game coming up, but yeah, yeah, John after beating the Dolphins, he was going full Ted Lasso in that locker room. We are dancing. Coach season starts now, and it yeah. continues all the way through the NCAA tournament. And you see it mostly in the college ranks. Yeah. But this is the, I feel like, one of the more rare NFL coaches that is really remember getting had, after remember it. Remember we had a Mike McCarthy with the with We the did chain, the shimmy. The sh- kind so, of the, yeah. But, he was, that, that, was but that was quick. That was, hey, I'm, I don't have the stamina to go. I'm not bending the knees. I'm not getting low. I'm not no. hopping around here. No, I got did Harbaugh three go good Ted seconds. Lasso, did he go with the hands? Did he do that? He one? was doing, yeah, he was doing some level of air skiing in there. I don't know, hopping. It was impressive. Like mm. I'm not hating on Harbaugh. Mm. It was a dominant victory. The Ravens have had a bunch of them this year, and he was fired up about it. So salute there, to him. There's only uh, so much wackiness uh, one Harbaugh can contain for too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And and John probably is more stoic than Jim by far. But uh, in the end. You put together a, another game like that. You're taking over the NFL. It's hit you. Guys, we're the best team in the NFL. Yes. It's time. Yes. We've clinched. We're the one seed. We're getting bye weeks. We don't even need week 17. We're getting two weeks off if we want it. That is a uh, a pretty special feeling. Lucius, swing, swing, swing. Yeah, little Bitty Goodman coming at you yeah. live on 105 for the fun. Yeah. Swing, see? swing, swing. See my hands? Yeah. Look at my hands. Look at my hands. <laughs> By the way, that's just 50 yards a game from Lamar Jackson on the ground. That's all you need, I think, to rewire what the dynamics are. I don't know how any NFL team is thinking we should be trying to win with a just a pocket quarterback or running's not that important. I'm going to my yeah. quarterback from the day I draft him. I say... Sir, we are going to have a lot of success together, right? You're a rookie. Mm. Once, once you start getting ready for your second contract, if in your mind it is time for you to stop running because you've proven it and now you're getting a little bit older, just let us know because we'll happily trade you somewhere where they don't want you to run. But here yeah. with my team, my quarterbacks are running. And when you can no longer run or you're scared to run, just let me know, right? Don't surprise me because this is our plan. We're team running quarterback. Um, it's Todd Monken coming from Georgia. You you throw for you throw for three thousand yards and twenty five touchdowns, and you're a pocket quarterback. You're bad, but you do that as a dangerous weapon with your legs. You're the MVP, and this is all I need to see. Right, the fall off of Jalen Hurts, the fall off of the Bills, and the immersion of Lamar Jackson. Now, if you happen to get a Michael Vick type of player, don't think that you don't need wide receivers. <laughs> you know, that's the mistake they made for the first five years of Lamar Jackson's career. Now they got wide receivers, a defense, and a, a still a good weapon at tight end. Now you have the league in checkmate. This is how you can do it. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you 100% because even on the plays where he didn't actually take off and run, just the threat of him doing that opened yeah. up so many different things for other people. Uh, it's truly and you can insane. Pay him. You can pay it. You can pay your quarterback sixty million dollars a year, fifty million dollars a year, and not have it crush your chances of winning if he's a badass with his legs too. Yeah, and it, and it helps when you can also pack a, a you know top one or two defense. Yes, you know yeah, punch as yeah. well like the Ravens are doing right now. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there's no question about it. The mobile quarterback it wins, and when you can uh, when you can have an offense around him with other playmakers, and it's more new age as well. I mean, it wasn't even just the players that they had in Baltimore for so many years. It was the scheme of just we really want to run the football when we throw it. We'll hit a tight end. 
but we're sort of minimizing what we can do here. Now, everything's being spread out. He's throwing the ball all over the place, and yeah. it's like, how do we go about stopping this? I don't know. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge challenge. I, I believe they have cracked the code once again. That that Baltimore organization, they they do put together some dang good teams. Okay, uh, Cowboys topics from victory. What do you think about the guys' uh, level of aggressiveness that ultimately cost them a chance at overtime? Mm. Is that how you want the Cowboys uh, to troubleshoot those risky situations? It's uh, coming up next year. It's the G-Bag Nation, the fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, uh, welcome back, Nation. We are standing by. We're, we're looking for any news on maybe the Cowboys making an addition. A couple of former Cowboys in town, Lyle Collins and uh, former Cowboys and Chiefs and Panthers linebacker Damian Wilson. They are in. Uh, Dalvin Cook's available. Number of players are available, and and teams are looking to bolster their roster with some depth. And there was a running back that jumped onto the Rams a couple of years ago about this time, and it ended up being huge in their Super Bowl run. So it's possible. You know, you can't uh, poo-poo anything uh, that you know the Cowboys are looking into. And I think with their situation on the offensive line right now between Tyron and Tyler Smith being banged up, yes. they have to make sure not only do they have guys to step in and play on Sunday, but then back up to those guys as well because now you're an injury away from really being in bad shape. And I wouldn't be surprised if Lyle Collins is better than some of the guys, at least if all you need is a game or two. Okay, a segment here. We're going to talk Cowboys and, and Lions and some of the factoids and takeaways, including the aggressiveness of uh, one of Texas's own, the head coach, of the Detroit Lions there, Mr. Dan Campbell. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin and Frankel for a free consultation. 214 or 817 333 Go to truckwreck.com. You know, when, I see, uh, when I see Dan Campbell, I see a little bit of a wild man. I see a guy that could definitely get wrapped up and bleep it. We're going forward again. Chief, what did the what did the numbers say? What did the analytics crowd say about his decision making? That's what I, that's what I was uh, I was actually trying to pull up the numbers here to see what they actually said. And Broadus, you may have better access with this. Yeah, the next me, gen uh, stuff. I, yeah, old man's trying to get on it right. Yeah, now. no problem. But I mean, it, that even felt to me like when they were going when they're like seven yards out. 
uh, that that was a little bit that was a little bit like as much as I love being aggressive and I love going for it on fourth downs and stuff like that for sure. And I love going for two. If 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 you're not backed up there and you're right there at the end yeah. of the game, just a normal spot to go for two to win it. I think that's the right move there if you're Detroit. But once you started getting backed up. Then it became okay. Let's let's allow cooler heads to prevail here. As much as we want to win, as much as we're angry, emotional, whatever. I think that was a, an emotional decision there by Campbell. Yeah, I think the testosterone was still pumping pretty good, or, or pumping too much. <laughs> Always is. And you know, with with a guy like that, I think there's tremendous benefits to his his energy uh, getting carried away. But maybe there it, it cost him a little bit. Brian, what 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 do you yeah, think? In I, real time? I, I felt like I felt like the biggest mistake that Campbell made was not kicking the field goal at 7-3. to three. Yeah. When he went for it, I talk about the fourth and four that they had, and they came out of that one with no points. Yeah. Early in that game, you're like, fine. Uh, I, I personally feel like that the decision he made on the two-point play was probably wrong. And, and I'm not saying it's a hindsight thing. He had three shots at it, and they didn't get Maybe after the second one, you're thinking, damn, we just need to kick the extra point. The thing that... The thing that I would have worried about if I was the Cowboys is, you know, you really weren't moving the ball all that great against them. And here they are. They just, they shredded you. So I'm thinking if I'm Campbell, kick the extra point here, win the toss, I got a chance to do this all over again. And I know that Dan Quinn, there were things he was hunting on that final drive to try and and minimize what was going on. And, And I believe he would have probably played them a lot differently. But, man, if I'm Campbell, I'm thinking, well, they, they can't stop my team right now. Yeah. I, I'm going to kick this extra point. Even if I give Dallas the ball, even if Dallas gets the ball, my defense is playing well enough right now, I might get this ball back. Mm-hmm. I, I that's, that's, the, yeah. that's what I would have. That's you know, where I kind of would have gone differently. I think from the two, you could think, hey, we're a legitimate threat to run or pass here. But once you are back – you're only passing, and Jared Goff against that pass rush was not good for you throughout the day. You know, that's, yeah. I think, what lost you the game. You were running the ball, even though the Cowboys got some good tackles for losses on you. The Lions had a lot of plays where they were opening up significant holes and getting chunk plays out of the run game. So, but once you go back to seven yards, I, I, I do think the emotion, uh, you know, got right. the best of them. And these, these coaches need to be more honest about the kind of quarterback that they have and how they operate under pressure. Okay, here's uh, here's the what the the next gen people are saying that uh, and which particular one were you interested in? By the way, the uh, the 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 second two point attempt where they're doing it from the seven yard line because they go for two initially that makes a ton of sense, but now you've been backed up, and so that one I think was the most questioned. But then you know you get another chance on the on the third. I think the first and third attempts were hey you should be going for these. But then that second one where you're seven yards out, yeah. I think it was upwards of 10% yes. in terms of higher win percentage to actually kick it. Yes, you're absolutely right. They should have kicked they it. They should have kicked it, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, uh, running game disparity is another interesting takeaway from that game. Real quick, yeah. if I could, and I, was, and I was just looking this up, that fourth and four I was talking about, that was, that was ball in the Dallas four. Uh, and it's the second quarter of the game with 545 left. The field goal, they say field goal 97.1 is they should you should have you should have uh, just taken the three. You should have taken well, I, the three. I think that's your percentage chance of, of, of making it. it. Okay, going for it 43.1. 
40, uh, uh, go for it. It's got 43.1 is what they're saying here Okay, on the, on the go for it uh, uh, situation there. So it's very close. You know, I, I think it, at 43%, you get seven points if you get it. You're going to get three points if you just take it. I, I think either one would have worked in that situation. They, they, it's close enough mathematically Chief, you to, if you yeah, believe in your guys. Chief, you need to look at this thing, too. The coach's decision says go for it. Uh, Next Gen Stats recommendation said go for it, uh, and they had it by 2.4%. Result was a fail. They have another category called go for it, 43.1%. They had 43.5% pass, 35.4% run. Field goal was 97.1%. Is what they were saying. Yeah, on that. that one that one was decently close to a coin flip. I think the numbers suggest slightly going for it in that situation for Detroit, but that was pretty close to a coin flip. I think. Yeah, I think the the big issue is going for it there on your second two point attempt. I think so too. That's ten yeah. percentage points, ten yeah. percentage points difference in your win probability for Detroit there going for it for the for the two point conversion at the end of the game from seven yards out as opposed to just kicking the extra point going to overtime. They would have given themselves a ten percent better chance at, at winning that football. Game. I think coaches look at it like I'm going to believe in my guys, but believe in your defense. You know, your defense is is the one that. Other than, you know, the big play there by C.D. Lamb, you, you know, you had put together a great stretch early and a great stretch late in that game to, I think, make you feel confident that, you know, you can you can go ahead and get this win in overtime. Yeah, um, you know, believe in your team that way. Uh, I don't know. When I watch Dan Campbell, his mannerisms, his energy on the sideline, I think the inexperience is just seeping out of his pores. It's pouring out of his pores. It's not hard to look at. It's like... That that that's a, a high school coach's energy, you know, uh, when it pans to him at AT and T Stadium during um, uh, the uh, the high school championship week. You're watching on Bally's. It's a guy who looks energized and almost crazed, like Dan Campbell. And boy, those those boys are rallying around him in a big way, and everybody's fired up. You need like more deep breath. Like if I'm Detroit right now, I'm seriously looking at how that game ended and going, guys. We love Dan Campbell, don't we? Okay. Do but we, is he a strength and conditioning coach yes. disguised as a head coach? Thank you, Chief. <laughs> yes. I think it's fair. And he was at the height of anger yeah. during the, the the mess up on the the ineligible and eligible situation. Watching him rip into that that referee was actually entertaining for it's me. It's great entertainment. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was wonderful. Like the veins that are always yeah. there in his neck. I felt oh. like there was a couple more. Yeah. And they were bulging just a little bit more. Dude, it was incredible. 20 gauge veins. All right. Just moving gallons of blood around his body. Yes, Other Brian. than solid, yeah. he probably leads the league in, in vascularity. <laughs> I, I'm I'm learning about this. Okay, okay. Here, here's here's how they described it. According to the the uh, the NGS uh, PAT decision guide, uh-huh. trailing 20 to 19 with 23 seconds left in regulation, Dan Campbell made the optimum decision to go for two uh, from the two yard line. It's a 2.7 in win probability. However, going for two from Dallas's seven was a negative 13.5. Ouch. And the Dallas three was a negative 2.5 for suboptimal decisions. Yeah. So he went, he went from a positive of a 2.7 yeah. to the last two decisions being, and the second one from the seven was 13.5 negative. So, you know, I, I, I talk about how I, I think you need to have a gut factor in these decisions as well. You know, I, I think 
part of the analytics community would try to distill this down to just look at it as a computer simulation. I think Dan Campbell is doing the right thing by saying, tell me what the numbers are and then I'm going to use my gut. But the the adrenaline starts firing way too strong in him. He's given up 13% on your yeah. gut. Yeah. If I'm if I'm the GM, I'm like, dude, if we give up 13% on your gut ever again with Jared Goff as our quarterback, we're done here. You know, I, I think that's fireable. Mike McCarthy's decisions late, like uh, uh, decisions late, uh, decisions late. They couldn't run the ball. Yeah. You know, so he tries to dial up a high percentage pass play to move the chains and end the game. And you're mad because he left him in and a half on the clock. That one at least makes sense to me. Yeah, the, the thing that's disheartening when you watch the play, and I'll show you the play at the break, is that Dak talked about he could have hit Ferguson in the flat, would have made probably six, seven yards, kept the clock going. The decision that he made to throw it, he had he had Tolbert at beyond the first down sticks on a crossing route. And I guarantee you if it was if it was if it was 88, if it was Lamb running that route on the deep crossing route, he threw it. He would have thrown it to him, and it would have been church. Was Lamb on the field? Lamb was not on the field. Oh, my gosh. So that just adds to the idea yeah. that you're going to throw there, and you're not even going to have Lamb on the field at all. Yeah. That is that is as, well, about uh, as bad as it gets, almost wait, 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 as bad wait, wait, wait. Let me as check. Let me losing make sure. 13%. I, I, I'm, almost, I'm almost certain. I'm going I'm to go to the play. Okay, let me just, know. Because I can pull it up. But I know, I know if it was Lamb on the crossing route, I guarantee you Dak would have thrown it to him for the first down. Yeah. I guarantee it. I mean, he, the fact that it was Tolbert running that route, and nothing against Tolbert, but you're thinking, do I really want to make this throw? But I'll, show, I'll, I'll pull it up while you yeah, guys Yeah, let me know on that yeah. because that, just is, that puts a cherry on top of a bad decision. And even, even if you can understand McCarthy on the sideline thinking, I've dialed up a high percentage throw here because we're going to hit Ferguson or whatever, yeah. there's clearly a miscommunication between head coach and quarterback in, in a super high leverage situation. Yeah. That is a problem. That for whatever whatever it's your coach, your quarterback, a combination of both. Now, how how can how can I have trust that either one of you is going to figure it out? You're equally yeah. important here. So no, to I, me, I that yeah. was like you shouldn't. I don't think you should have thrown the ball. But if you are here, one, you need to have your best player, your best pass catcher on the field. Yeah. Let alone probably throw it to him. Otherwise, make sure your quarterback for sure knows. Hey, we're not trying to throw the nine route. We're trying to <laughs> throw the high percentage play here. But it is just hysterical well, throughout the whole game where you're just I, I would imagine everybody from home is going why do you keep on first and 10 handing the ball off for no gain or loss why do you keep doing this why do you keep doing this I'm pretty sure with four minutes to go in the third quarter your Cowboys had 19 total rushing yards I made a note of it I'm pretty sure it's four minutes left in the third quarter you have a total of 19 rushing yards and for some reason yep 19 yards rushing with four minutes left in the third quarter that's what you had uh, but you had a propensity all game, Mike McCarthy, to run the ball on early downs and set yourself up for second and 11, second and 12, second and 13. And then at the end of the game, yeah. when it, when when everybody, even the analytics who love to see you throw the football would say, yeah, when the team's got one more timeout and we're at this point <laughs> in the game, you actually should probably go ahead and hand it off. And if you take the inevitable one-yard loss, so damn be it. Yeah. Lamb was I, on the field wide left. Okay, so he was on the field. He was on the left. They okay, had, that's good to know. They had a, a shotgun formation. They had Pollard sidecar left, uh, Lamb wide left. They had uh, Ferguson tight slot le- uh, right, and Tolbert next to him with Cooks on the far right. So, yeah, uh, Lamb was on the field. 
Dak just wanted to do something to help the team win. You know, he probably felt like crap after such a miserable game where you're struggling to beat the Lions. Can't move the ball for a third game in a row. You know, you 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 want to put it out of reach. You get greedy there in those moments. That's what you're talking about in his DNA. Yeah. He wants to go for it. He wants to, you know, uh, put the ball up and, and, and score. And I, I think that's part of, you know, what Mike McCarthy recognized at the start of the year, wanted to rein it back and be more conservative and balanced. That doesn't work because their run game is so terrible. And now with Tyler Smith, you know, not 100%, it might even be worse. Yeah. You know, the good news is the rest of the NFC is trash and you're probably going to be at home. Um, so I think you're going to I think you're going back to San Francisco for the NFC title game. One of the one of the most uh, epic uh, showdowns we've ever seen. Uh, General needs to learn how to discuss Cowboys without sounding so negative. I see why that lady complained the other day. I don't enjoy listening to him. Oh, somebody complained about me. No, no, no. It was no, Broadus. No. It was no. Broadus's negative butt, wasn't it? No, she she says the station's very negative. Oh yeah. Overall, she didn't call well, you out. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, honey. Uh, the truth tends to be negative. Uh, yeah. So whether you're the four six nine or that that lady over there, I specialize in the truth. You know, that's what I like to talk about. What's really going on? And if you if you can't handle it because you need your sports announcers to be rah rah cheerleaders, there's outlets for you. I love standing at a game and just going, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Let's go. That's the best way to cheer on your team, man. Man, how, how did he not hit him wide open, though? That's just crazy. Rah. There's, there's multiple things you could do right there, Dak. I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm just happy that this team's in first place and they're heading for a couple of home games. Uh, and uh, I'm happy that uh, coming up next, uh, Chief, we got a little uh, best of the weekend. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Frank's Red Hot Cake Balls and the rabid nature of college football fandom strikes again next year in the nation. Um, I mean, I, a lot of these textures, I, I think you guys, you know, you're probably triggered that I'm so right. Okay. Like the 401, you're just a complete moron. I don't know who the hell hired you. This is how it goes, okay, texters? And I, I think the YouTubers need to be addressed as well. You guys had so much fun attempting to destroy my character and slandering me while the Cowboys were on a winning streak. And I was saying, well, I don't believe it because nothing has really changed. And I believe Dak Prescott needs more help in the form of an actual running game and actual linebackers if we want to win the Super Bowl. I'm not buying it. And I said that. And how many people did shows on YouTube about how much of an idiot I was, okay? And apparently some of you like those shows because you're echoing the same crap on text. You're just mad that I was right, okay? And I'm trying my hardest to not windmill dunk all over you this show, okay? You know how much self-restraint it took after the Buffalo game and after the Miami game and after almost losing to Detroit to not be like, hey, I told you so, but I didn't because I know it's a Cowboys party, okay? So I'm not going to say I told you so. All I'm going to say is, please have some respect for me. Here's Eric Chiafala with Best of the Weekend. You dummies. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of dummy, I, I did a dumb thing in the press box on uh, on Saturday night. It ended up being a little bit worse than I anticipated. You know, for 20 yeah. bucks, we all are willing to do some things. Yeah. And uh, we were eating cake balls together, me and Bobby. And uh, there were chicken wings involved as well. Ooh. You know, it was sort of cake balls with a side of chicken wings where Ooh. you get to douse your wings in Frank's red hot sauce of your own choosing. Oh, my goodness. And so the creativity of Bobby Bell, he was like, for 20 bucks, would you dip a would you dip a cake ball into the Frank's Red? And I'm sitting there going, yeah, like I just lost in, in four out of five fantasy leagues this year. I'm down. <laughs> I need 20 bucks anywhere I can get it. And so I said yes, and then Bobby walks away for a moment and he comes back. Now, he said dip, but what he ended up doing is fully submerging a cake ball into a cup of Frank's Red Hot. So now he's already like moved the goalposts on me a little bit. 
Uh, but I was a man of my word. I hammered that thing. And I feel like that that should have been like a bet payoff situation. Because for 30 seconds, I really thought I was going to throw up. Really? The combina- like, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Now, initially, I'm thinking it's a dip, not a submersion. Okay, I didn't yes. think it was going to be bathing in Frank's was, Red Hot. It was caked. It was caked. It was yeah, caked. Yeah, not with the good stuff, it was as like, a cake it was ball like should a, be. It was like a Dairy Queen dip cone. It yes, was, it was, yes, it was, it was fully, like, fully, uh, fully submerged yes. in Frank's hot, Red Hot. Just marinating in that. Yeah. And I mean, fr- Frank's is an incredible condiment. I really think it's underrated. It is I very, love it. It's very underrated. I love cake balls. I love Frank's. I'm like, this can't be that bad but the two difference in tastes were yeah. so pronounced and it's like my mouth knew like these two things don't belong in here at the same time yeah and your mouth is very experienced in troubleshooting yes. this kind of situation no. like, you got to trust your gut sometimes you got to trust your mouth and in that situation i just had to wait it out like the, the 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 frank's red hot ultimately had to sort of evaporate out of my mouth before i could actually get the the cake ball down but i did it and then i got the the alert 20 bucks Man. richer would Bell's I do it again? That, Don't think so. That morning drive cash, though, you need to hang out with him more often. Know, That's a come dude. up right there. Well, Belt's just a, he's a make it rain guy. Like he's at the media party at the Super Bowl last year where yeah. everything's free and he's trying to find <laughs> ways to hand people $20 yeah. for the drink they just poured him. Yeah. He's an insane person. Yeah. Uh, but in order for him to give me $20, I couldn't just go get him a drink. I had to eat a fully submerged cake ball in Frank's Red. So here we are. I think that, that I'd be willing to throw that on the payoff board for one of you schmoes. Because it was, I mean, it was a, a good 30 to 45 seconds of gag reflex. I think I'm going to vomit here in the press box. We should have a contest That's, during. I never vomit in the press box. That, you no. know that. Wow, well, this happened in the press box? This it, wasn't it, at a bar? <laughs> this, he, is, this is in the he, press he, box, he, man. Wow, dude. Hey, you shout out an to, animal. Shout out to Legends Hospitality. I love it. Always bringing it. Well, well hey, listen, he, and, and to my credit, <laughs> I was leaving it all on the field. I didn't think we were going to get another opportunity at AT&T Stadium this yeah, year. That's I thought true. this was it. I thought that's this true. was lights out until September. That's true. But all of a sudden. We're going to have ourselves another opportunity you know, if the Cowboys can beat the Commandos. It's funny, like all the attendants there that help us in the press box, you know, they're so nice, the guys and gals and the coats and ties. Mm. I was thanking them, you know. I was it's even, been a good year. I gave the, I gave the guy, uh, the, the parking attendant, I gave him a bottle of Grey Goose vodka. Wow. Like, you know, like, I know you did because when I pulled up, he said, "Where's my, where, where's mine?" Broadus hooked me up. Where's mine? And then he sent me to the grass while you got to park in the good spot. That's weed. I just, weed. I totally, I, I'm one of those guys. I was like, sure, twist my arm, I'll go to the grass. No, but the the thing about it, yeah, I was thanking all those folks. I was walking. Hey, thanks, thanks again for being so nice. I mean, I I wow. didn't expect to come back. I really didn't, but we'll see. We'll see. I is, is that really going to be a potential bet payoff? Cake ball submerged in Frank's red. I, listen, it. I would I would be willing to do that tomorrow to get one of the. Bet I don't payoffs. think he, I don't I don't think any. No, Broadus isn't. Yeah, Broadus yeah. isn't allowed. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. The only whoa, consumption whoa, thing you can do whoa, is the little whoa, nitro whoa, gummy, or whoa, or courtesy whoa, of Pappy and Carthage, whoa. you can drink the 1980 Georgia Bulldog, uh, never been opened bottle of Coca Cola that's been sitting through only God knows how many different temperatures. Can I put it over ice. I'll There's, let you put it on the rocks. It's it's got to be an actual punishment. Like for me, eating forty wings that would be like overconsumption, See, when, and I would when, throw up. For Chief, that's an appetizer. That's Saturday okay, so night. When, would be a good bet when, payoff when, for him. When all of a sudden, bet payoffs become like tailoring it so. Broadus enjoys eating mayonnaise and Oreos. It's been that way. Broadus yeah. enjoys Mrs. Doubtfire was built for you, bro. Right around the time you started doing bet payoffs and enjoying the food you were eating, Brian. If, if Dawson wanted to sign up for Mrs. Doubtfire, we'd say no, man. That, that's not a bet payoff. That's, uh, again, much like a me Saturday with the wings, night. that's a Saturday night for Dawson. <laughs> 
So for you, Bratis, I think that's like that some things are just tailored perfectly. Okay, and what we've dis- what we've discovered yeah. through sauna sneakers, hammering beers out of them, or mystery mixes that involve literal feces. You guys remember that from last year? Nothing affects you. Your innards are different. So no, I'm not going to let you just eat a Frank's Red Hot cake ball so you can dance on and like your Jim Harbaugh after a victory. Pretty good. Oh, oh not bad. Didn't <laughs> didn't even didn't even feel it. I can't believe notes of vinegar that, might actually start doing this I, from I, now on. I just can't believe that we are now tailoring rules. On bet payoffs. Yeah. I, what do we come We're to? getting good at it, what, aren't what, we? What, what, what do we yeah. come to? The fact that- Hey, that, dude, you get to get hammered for a payoff. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. we've we, we, come on. No, we, we put that to a vote. I'm, I'm totally on for that. I'm totally on for that. And and I think the I average think, person think, says getting drunk with your friends, that's more of a, I think, that's a pay, pay, uh, pay in, not pay off. I, I think it, if it's part of the bet yeah. payoff system, yeah. I should not be punished for- my stomach's ability to hold up. If you if you think your stomach can hold up against a 1980 bottle of unopened Coca Cola, then you can feel free to do that. But you don't get to eat Frank's Red Hot Cake Ball, and neither does Walchuck. Walchuck's uh, experimented with that before we're, just we're by call, himself. We're calling that a bet doors. payoff. We're calling that a bet payoff. I'm calling that a bet payoff. If you hammer home, yes, a a bottle of Coca Cola that again was was built in 1980, was invented in 1980, and I know has been through all sorts of rigorous summers and winters and springs and temperatures and dust and only got salmonella knows. in there. Hopefully, yeah. but it won't affect you, Broadus. Hopefully, <laughs> put, put one of us. In I, the might, I might go do that right now just to get a bet payoff. Off the books. Be happy to. I actually got a bottle opener here. I know whenever you, you need it because we did. We opened uh, yay beers. Shout yeah, out to I'm, the Red Stripe. The Red Stripe MVP. Yeah, that's you. Well, thank you, Chief. You're you're very welcome. <laughs> Best man. of the weekend. Can't Covered all the press box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Cowboys Twitter. What's going viral, including what Jerry Jones said about the possibility of Tyler Smith suiting up on Sunday? We got that and more next. It's the G Bag Nation and the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.